Hi, Zara. Hi, Maya. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to Desi Distractions. So I was just telling Maya that um, I've been doing a little bit of retail therapy. And by mm-hmm. that, I mean last night I bought two books and spent over $100 on shoes. And not even, <laughs> like, fancy shoes. Because, like, one, where would I wear fancy shoes right now? Yeah. But, like, Nikes. Um, and, like... It was at midnight. No good shopping decisions are ever made at night. Just a warning. Yeah, that's a general rule. Um, but I immediately texted my friend afterwards. I was like, I think I have a problem. We need to figure out how I can marry rich. <laughs> Definitely. Like this is um, – I actually have another little thing about that. <laughs> so um, <laughs> I, I went um, – so remember how I said my boxing coach was like thought I was 26 and wanted to set me up with one of oh, her yeah. friends? Yeah. So um I I asked her about it again cuz it like the topic came up again and I was like, "Wait, so how old was this guy?" Because mm-hmm. I'm curious cuz no one no one's ever tried to set me up before. So mm-hmm. I don't know and she hasn't known me very long, so I'm like, "What kind of person do you see me with?" Like I'm very curious. And so she said, oh, they, they're 30. And I was like, <laughs> oh, my God. I, <laughs> I cannot do that. Um, and so I told my mom, right? And I expected her to be very scandalized. Yeah. Do you know what this woman says to me? She what? said, you should have asked if he was rich. We could have made an exception. <laughs> um and honestly i wasn't even like shocked at her response at first i was like hmm that's a good point i should have yeah um gotta ask the important questions yeah but money isn't everything um it's yeah i it's something it is something and honestly if i keep up with my shopping i need to um I, I should probably – no, I, I'm going to be rich. I'm not going to rely on anyone else for that. Um, exactly. If you make a lot of money, then why, do you, why need to marry rich? That's That was not a grammatically correct sentence. It's okay. I actually was on the phone with one of our aunts, and she said uh, – I told her I was shopping, and I, I accidentally – like, I didn't have my card on me, so I put some stuff on mm-hmm. my dad's card. And yeah. <laughs> oh, my God, that's such a cliché. Uh, I know. I was just thinking that. <laughs> and so I told her I felt bad about it, and she was like, "Don't be. It's good practice. Like, you know, you have to practice um, tiring out your dad's credit card so that later in life you can tire out your husband's." And I was like, <laughs> "Damn. Okay." Um, it's one way to look that, at it. Yeah. <laughs> um, so life advice, Maya, for you, because I think you know. <laughs> That, that's what yeah, I'm here for. Yeah, obviously, that, that's, I'm, like, at that point in my life where this is the stuff that matters now. We've been over this, I think, on the podcast, but I know people <laughs> my age that are getting married, and I am scared. So crazy. I'm scared by those people. That's so crazy. That's scary. That is scary. <laughs> Anyways, enough about me. I think I just told three stories in, like, three minutes. Um, what's up with you? <laughs> Um, nothing much. I've been fasting 
and I've been fasting for like about a week now and I'm just kind of like in the middle of my exam season so everything's a bit hectic and (laughs) my life is just studying (laughs) so I'm just trying to make it to like the end of May because my exams are May 6th, May 14th and then May 25th and then after that like I have I'm supposed to have like some finals but like there's rumors that like technically there won't be allowed to give finals because of like some students being online and that being like an advantage and I don't know we'll see hopefully no more finals hopefully after May I'm just done sorry I just had to burp um (laughs) (laughs) uh that's hardcore though I remember going to school and seeing the people like during exam weeks that were fasting and I was like I could never yeah no I won't like fast on the actual day like never never but in the week going up to it I think it's like fine good for you yeah I'm so tired though today was like the longest day I've had because all of my classes are basically just like exam prep now and like basically what exam prep is taking practice exams so I've taken like three exams today and they were each like an hour long or more (laughs) they're just not fun that's not fun yeah but it was okay then my friend came over and we studied so that was the nice part of my day yeah are you just so sad are you fully vaccinated yet i get my second dose tomorrow actually that's oh that's so soon have i wow has it really been that long since i've seen you because i think i saw you right after you got your first shot and it's like three weeks right Mm mm-hmm wow Mm -hmm crazy i was gonna say something and i forgot to maya doesn't have time for me anymore typically during this time of year maya calls me at like 10 11 p.m and she's just sitting in her pajamas eating ice cream yeah after after (laughs) (laughs) and i don't get those phone calls anymore it's quite upsetting i'm sorry it's because i'm like passed out or i'm studying it's one of the two i promise i'm not like ignoring you for another cousin there's no one else good i'm glad to know you aren't cheating on me yeah never i was gonna say something and it was so i have very chaotic energy right now so my thoughts are going like they just keep replacing each other um (laughs) but i feel that we were gonna talk about fasting but i don't really know what else to say except that if you haven't noticed from our instagram stories where I'm only posting food. I am not fasting. <laughs> Maya is fasting. Um, is it disrespectful? Like, I feel kind of bad, so I've stopped doing it, but now I don't know what to post because I literally only eat, work, and work out. I don't do anything well, else. today, today when my friend came over, I was like, do you want anything? And she was like, no, I feel bad eating in front of you. And she's like, wasn't that hungry? And I was like, please eat something. Let me, like, live vicariously through you. <laughs> and so I, like... I like made her have pecola and so I was like thank you I feel so like accomplished being able to go down into the fridge and like my kitchen and get something and like hold it and even if I'm not gonna have it just watch someone else have it I don't know I don't know if that's it's like, just strangely fulfilling I don't know if that's a fasting thing or like a daisy hospitality thing yeah it's a little like bit if someone comes to my house and I give them something to eat or drink and like they they don't like you know do the galuf and yeah. say like no no don't trouble yourself like if they accept it i just feel very proud mm-hmm. of myself 
yeah. So <laughs> that's what basically I've done today is study, force feed my friends, and take exams. Well, walk Not us through it, Maya. What's, what's your go-to seri? What's your go-to iftar? It's so <laughs> My seri is, like, so gross. Because, like, I always, like, have full meals in the morning. Well, not full meals, but, like, I'm basically just having, like, chicken and shirmal in the morning. And, like, half shirmal. a muffin. Shirmal, wow, what I you're it. so fancy. It's so good. That's, like, wedding food That's... for all the non-daisy people that don't watch this or listen to this. <laughs> it's so sweet and has so many calories in it, and I shouldn't be having that much. And I'm not. I'm, like, only having, like, a part of it in the morning. But, like, that's what I, I always make my parents No judgment. It it's so good. Because, <laughs> yeah, it is really good. That's what I have. And then if there is just like whatever's in the house, like there's like pot. It's honestly my whole diet is just like pasta and chicken, like some variation of that. Basically, it's nothing like fun. And then like there's mochi ice cream in the house, too. So I always have some of that. Ooh. Which is good. Oh, I remember what I was going to say. I was going to talk about the COVID thing that I'm getting my vaccine tomorrow. The second dose. I'm like a little nervous. Because everyone's, like, gets sick after their second dose, right? Didn't you get sick? Um, yeah. Sort of. It's, like, you get symptoms of sickness, but it only lasts, like, or mine only lasted, like, I want to say 12-ish hours. And I just, like, popped pills the whole time. (laughs) Like, you know how it says, like, every four to six hours you can take another one and, like, don't exceed X amount of doses within this time? So Mm -hmm. I, like, set timers and I take the pills exactly four hours after because I am that kind of person where I don't want to Mm -hmm. feel bad for a second longer than I have to. (laughs) (laughs) Which um, vaccine did you get? Pfizer. Okay, yeah, I got Pfizer too. I think both of my parents got Pfizer but I'm not exactly sure but I know that both of my parents also got like significantly like sim- significant symptoms after their second dose like my dad was freezing mm-hmm. like he was like wearing full winter gear in his bed that's what my mom said so too bad. she said that she felt like there was ice under her skin like she'd never been that cold in her yeah. whole life and honestly I felt the same way too but here's the stupid part because I <laughs> am stupid um so I got so I got my vaccine around noon of that day. Mm-hmm. And I remember one of my coworkers telling me, like, it hits you exactly 12 hours after your shot. So I around midnight, like 2 p.m., I wake up and I am so cold. Like, I already yeah. sleep with two blankets, like two duvets because I'm extra like that. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> but I was, like, <laughs> wrapping myself like a burrito in them. And I was still, like, I would start sweating, but I would still be cold, if that makes any sense. Mm -hmm. And then, um, like, it wasn't just cold. Like, I was so tired. So I was like, you know what, Zara? You could just pick up your phone, like, call, like, wake up my um, dad and, like, ask him to bring Mm -hmm. me medicine or something, you know? Like, that, I could do that. But then this thought creeped into my brain where I was (laughs) like, but Zara, you're going to be in college next year. And no. they're not going to be able to do that. You can't just call your mom and dad and mm. tell them to get stuff Aww. for you and make you a cup of chai and bring you a heating pad. You know, like, it doesn't work <laughs> like that. So what are you going to do 
if you know like they're not oh, there no. so you know what i did i did nothing what? i just laid there oh. in my like <laughs> torturing myself because i didn't have enough energy to go downstairs and get the medicine and stuff myself yeah um so I didn't sleep that whole night and I was just miserable, but I was like, sorry, you have to be this miserable because you have to take care of yourself. <laughs> That's so awful. I know. I don't know why my brain like came up with that, but I told my dad and he's like, good, you're training yourself. And I was like, <laughs> <laughs> it's like, good, suffer. Yeah. Be miserable. I need to practice suffering. That's what gets yeah. me. Like my, get it my brain <laughs> decided that I needed to practice it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i'm like getting mine at 3 20 tomorrow so then i should be and then wednesdays i technically like have off from school like i'm learning asynchronous we're only four days back in person not five so i think that works out pretty well like that gives me oh wait no that doesn't work out well i'm gonna get hit at like i'm thinking 24 hours but it's 12 mm -hmm. wednesday's gonna suck for well me, i don't so know I you might you might not have very much, but I guess you'll I really see. Hope, I really hope not because I kind of can't, like, I can't, like, take setbacks right now. Mm -hmm. I'm still cramming and stuff. But I think I'm going to plan, like, I won't be able to get stuff done and trying to get a lot of done in the evening on Tuesday. But I also have, like, a three-hour practice or schedule game or something on Tuesday, too. Maya so we'll has I'll never been relaxed, ever. She has no free time. That's that's basically that true. what you're saying. <laughs> <laughs> that's just what I, I hear like... when I hear your schedule. <laughs> I mean, I had free time today. I spent it studying with my friend. That was that's nice. not free time. <laughs> that's not an adequate use of free time. Um, free time is like I oh, binged a show. Okay, yeah, see, I did that. On Saturday, I binged all of Ginny and Georgia. I watched the whole thing in one day. It was probably the worst waste of time I've ever felt. It was, was so, so anxious bad. about my exams that I decided to procrastinate that entire day. And Ginny and Georgia was just like a horrible means of that. It was so bad. Oh, my God. Um, I did also so watch awful. the whole thing. But <laughs> but I hated every second of it except for when Joe... For when Joe... Joe, oh. Joe supremacy, <laughs> so yes. I'm sorry, but like if Joe isn't in the episode, there's just not no point in watching the episode. He, yeah. Mm. Yes. Fully agree. Like everyone so was like obsessed with Marcus and I was like, no, Marcus. Marcus is so gross. Marcus is a little brat with a yeah. bob. Like his hair is literally so <laughs> greasy and just ugh. Um, yeah. And so bad. Yeah, so but Joe. Joe is the best. We love Joe. Joe's so good. Yeah. But Georgia And I think I like Georgia a little bit. Like so Have of. you ever read and mixed feelings. Have you ever read East of Eden? No, I haven't. Okay. Well there's this like character in it where at first you think she's like really really like this badass feminist character in like classical literature mm -hmm. but then obviously she devolves into this very like evil disgusting character um but yeah i feel like georgia kind of reminded me of that where um like she was really doing all she could you know yeah. but that didn't mean she was like doing the good things or the right th like you know 
Um, yeah. Which I think is really interesting because I've also I watched The Good Place recently. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, I've seen like the first like two seasons of that. I think. Yeah, okay, you go ahead. Zara sent me. Um, I remember yesterday or the day before, we're like I was texting Zara on WhatsApp, and she's like, "I think I have a type," and it was like a picture, <laughs> and it was like a picture of Chris Evans. And then there was a picture of the this guy I didn't know, and then it was a picture of like Joe from um georgia yeah so i was joking with maya (laughs) because you know i was joking about the 30 year old guy thing but yeah i i think i do have it's okay i'll I'll, i'm going to therapy it's okay (laughs) um (laughs) um because like okay for one if chris evans gave anyone the opportunity i know like there's the whole like him and lizzo dming thing going on right now which is honestly giving me so much serotonin, like, I can't even tell you. But um, if Chris Evans gave me a chance, I know there's a 20-year age gap, but, like... Make it work, you know? I would I would say yes. There's, like, like you know, there, there are exceptions mm-hmm. like that. Um, I don't know if I feel comfortable putting that on the internet, but... Um, <laughs> anyways, uh, so I was, like, yeah, I noticed, I was, like, all these people I find attractive, like, are guys with, like, these beards, you know, yeah. like, dark hair like very nicely cut beards and so ben Mm -hmm. barnes um he you watched the narnia movies right they were so long ago um so my god they were so long ago though that like i have a very rough memory of them (laughs) so i used to watch like one or two of them over and over and over again and i didn't quite understand Mm -hmm. why but then i was like Wait, Zara, it's because you're you were obsessed with the guy who played Prince Caspian, <laughs> who happens to be the same yeah. guy. And he's like what is he, like forty now? But he looks like he's twenty seven. Yeah, like, from the picture you sent me, he does insane. not look insane. Anyway, Zara's done fangirling now. <laughs> that reminds me, we did have like a broader topic for this <laughs> for this episode. Do we wanna get into it now or should we save it for later? No, we can talk about it okay. now, because um, Maya and I were getting really into this, and Maya was like, wait, we should be recording this yeah. conversation. <laughs> um, so I'll preface with what I told mm-hmm. you, that I was in this meeting, and um, this guy was telling me that he was out with one of his friends who was black, and um, they were in some new space downtown where they're commissioning a lot of art Um to be made for the walls and the storefronts and everything. And um, this guy's friend says, you know, as a black man, like nothing here appeals Mm -hmm. to me. It doesn't feel like this space was made for me. Yeah. And I thought that was a really interesting thing because it sounds like a very entitled statement, Mm -hmm. right? Like why would a space be made for you or me in mind, you know? But then I was like, wait, that shouldn't, it shouldn't be like yeah. that. Because, you know, sorry, I still have like the Falcon and the Winter Soldier like in my I head. I was just like, thinking you know, about that, that the finale. Sam's whole thing where he's like, you know, black people built this country. Mm-hmm. Therefore, you know, we deserve to have a black Captain America. We deserve to have our sacrifice is honored the same way. We deserve to have the same kind of representation. 
Um, so I was like, you know what, Zara, that's not an entitled yeah. thing to say. And um, obviously our experience as South Asian Americans, the amount of, you know, bigotry and racism and stuff that we experience is very, very mm-hmm. different. But I think there are a lot of um, kind of similar experiences either way. So I was asking Maya, I was like, have you ever felt that? Have you ever felt like, you know, we are in spaces that aren't made for us? And this guy, this the friend I was talking to, he was saying like, you know, there's this one bar where he's talked to multiple black people and they say like, this bar is a very like made for white people kind of Mm -hmm. bar. And it's not that black people feel like they're going to be um, harassed or anything going in. They just don't feel like the space is made for them. And when you think about it, like that, I feel like a lot of, at least where we are, a lot of the spaces that were being built when they were built probably weren't with, you know, minorities and, you know, African-Americans in mind. It was still mainly aimed at a white suburban population. And that's kind of where you target Mm -hmm. your audience. So that's who you're trying to please because obviously they're the majority. Yeah, and I know um, (laughs) this friend, the same friend actually told me, he was like, oh, you know, your your ex-boyfriend's neighborhood... Mm -hmm. I was like, yeah. And he was like, that was one of the ones where they had like redlining. They mm-hmm. like they didn't allow black people to live there. And it basically extended to the whole suburb that mm-hmm. I live in. You know, so you're exactly right. Like the school, everything was made solely for white people. It's like kind of crazy to think about. Like I think I've now like talking about it, like I, I'm starting to realizing it, realize it. But it's not something I'm consciously, like, aware of or, like, that I've been very aware of, at least so far. Because we've grown up in these environments yeah. where typically I won't notice if I am the only person of color in a room yeah. because it's just happened so many times as I've grown up that I'm used to it. Yeah, like, sometimes I will notice, but, like, it won't impact the way I go about doing anything or how I feel in the space because, I mean, that's just their circumstances that are considered normal to me at least yeah I think I'm more likely actually to feel to notice when I'm the only woman in the room that I do because that happens much less and um it makes me uncomfortable yeah I definitely feel that way I think especially right now like in high school like you definitely notice because things are honestly still mm-hmm. kind of split, like, boy, girl, and, like, whatever. Like, in middle school, it was very, like, mm-hmm. I don't know, like, childish. But now it's, like, kind of still there. But, like, you know, obviously I have guy friends. But, like, when you look for a partner, like, I'm looking for, like, a girl mostly. I don't know. It's, like, yeah. very... I don't know how to I don't describe know. I'm also, it. <laughs> I also feel like I'm just a raging feminist now. <laughs> So I feel like when a space is dominated by men, I'm immediately like, no. <laughs> yeah. No, this is, this is, um, this should be, you know, women should be taking up more space here. And actually, this is another thread that we'll talk about later. But I feel like my mom had all these rules about like how to interact with guys. Yes. And I just like, I didn't 
get it when I was a kid because yeah. all none of my white friends had those same rules. Mm-hmm. But now that I'm older, like looking back, and I. I I don't want to say I'm a man hater now, but I'm much more <laughs> wary of men. Like, I do not trust men. Um, I'm not going to go, like, say I hate men, but, like, I do not trust men. Um, and, uh, yes, I am old and bitter. And, yeah. Um, but now that I think about all of her rules, I'm like, they make so much sense to yeah. me now. Like, I will, I would abide by them by choice mm-hmm. rather than obligation now. Because I think it's just smart. But anyways, that's this compl- that should be a completely different episode, honestly. <laughs> yeah. um, Getting back into, like, spaces. I guess at school, like, school is where I live, basically. So, like, I don't feel that it was, like, made for white people, even if it was. Simply because I'm in a lot of higher-up classes. And in those classes, like, there's a bunch of, like, Desi and Asian and white, like, nerds. So, like, I'm not the only brown kid in my class anymore where I would have been probably, like, in middle school. And so I've just become but l- I've also less aware now. Only now, only now I've noticed that even then there is a completely disproportionate amount of Latino and um, black yeah. people in those classes. Definitely. There like, are, like, almost no black kids at our school. Like, very, very few and even fewer, mm-hmm. like, of that already very small number in, like, the higher-up classes. Yeah. So, like, I mean, obviously, there are a lot of reasons for it. But I think it's just, it's very interesting that, like, um, we have not that had yeah. that kind of exposure to other people of mm-hmm. color, you know, growing up. Um, and... Um, I was also thinking about this because I was like, I don't, I don't really feel the the whole like spaces aren't made for me because I'm Daisy yeah. type thing. Like I just because I never really thought about it. But the first thing that came to mind to me when um, they were telling me about this was clothing. Mm. I immediately thought I was like, okay, Vineyard Vines, Ivory Ella, like all of these clothing <laughs> brands <laughs> that people used to wear to school. Maybe even, like, Timberlands yeah. and, you know, like, uh, maybe Patagonia. I don't know. I didn't wear any See, Patagonia. See, I literally have all um, of these things. I do have a Vineyards Vine shirt and I have a Pat- Patagonia shirt. But, like, I still get the hate. Oh, I could never. I still get, like. I could never. Yeah. I just wear them because they're comfortable. But, you know, like, even when I go out wearing those things, I think one time I was wearing, like, leggings, Uggs, and an Ivy- Ivory Ella shirt or, like, a Vineyards Vine shirt or something. And, you know, all my friends were like, oh, my God, you're such a coconut. Like, you look so basic right now. And I was like, yeah, I do, but I'm comfortable. So, like, who cares? But that's so good that you're comfortable with it because, honestly, I just – I could not. Yeah. Like, I thought about it because I was like, they look super comfortable. The fit looks really mm-hmm. nice. But um, just the idea of myself wearing it just felt kind of wrong. Yeah. And I have walked past the stores and – I was like, I don't think I would feel comfortable if I went to that store. I don't think I would feel comfortable if I wore those clothes. Like, I think I even, I used to buy, like, shirts from, you know, Victoria's Secret Pink. And those are, like, super branded. Yeah, I definitely don't feel comfortable wearing those anymore. Like, there was a point in time where, like, one time I would wear them, but, like, not anymore. Mm Mm-hmm. And they, it's so fascinating because they even, they have black Mm -hmm. models 
Um, I don't know if I haven't really seen any brown ones, but they do have black models at Victoria's mm-hmm. Secret and pink, like on the walls, wearing those things. But I still don't. Yeah, it's it still doesn't feel right for me, and it doesn't make me. Not that I'm, you know, dressing particularly daisy yeah. in my like leggings and sweatshirts <laughs> or jeans or whatever. But those certain clothing brands don't make me feel comfortable in my skin as a brown woman. Yeah. For whatever I reason. I mean, when I was talking about comfortable, I meant like, oh, wearing the shirt, like it's physically like it's a comfy shirt. But I still get the mm-hmm. idea that like when someone sees me, yeah, like when someone sees me in like, you know, a Vineyards Vine shirt or like even I see myself in a Vineyards Vine shirt, like I accept the fact that like this is not what someone would typically think of when someone pictures vineyards vines you know yeah i i feel like i'm not even that i feel like i'm being a poser like you know like i'm trying to be something i'm not Mm -hmm. which is such a weird feeling (laughs) yeah um i don't know but i also think you know when you say that like it's not what people would think of when they see like a vineyard vines Mm -hmm like ad or something i'm thinking of like those very preppy like l.l bean <laughs> patagonia type ads you know where they're in yeah. like their preppy shorts on their boat in maine mm-hmm. or whatever i i kind of i think i've seen some of these photo shoots but i love the ones um where they have like a black people old money yeah. aesthetic or something you know and they do those shoots because mm-hmm. like it's not something you see yeah. in media Although I'm sure, you know. It exists, obviously. These people exist, yeah. Um, and I, I kind of love the way that they flip this idea of what people, mm-hmm. you know, typically think of. Um, I think we got to go because Maya has to break her fast in a I few do. minutes. And your computer is going to give out. And my computer is about to die. <laughs> <laughs> it's on 1% right now. We're really holding on yeah. by a thread. But this is a good combo. I think it's such an interesting yeah, topic. Yeah, it definitely is. Um, I'll see you later, Zara. All right. Bye, bye Maya.